everyone. Welcome to Millennial Pillow Talk. I am your host, Monique Esparza. Millennial Pillow Talk is a weekly podcast centered around what it means to be a millennial in today's world. I am an expert in millennial influence. On this podcast, I discuss everything you can imagine, from deep conversations such as surviving sexual abuse to being a woman in the workplace to light-hearted conversations such as dating and empowering millennials to be their authentic self. I have various guests on the show from different generations to share their experiences and wisdom to help us millennials while we're trying to figure out this game called life. Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Millennial Pillow Talk. Thank you so much for tuning in. On today's episode, I wanted to introduce myself as well as kind of give you a little background on why I wanted to start a podcast and what to expect from this podcast. So for starters, my name is Monique and I am 24, living in Southern California. I own a construction company called the Esparza Group and that company became official in July of 2019. So in May of 2019, I was working at a construction company as a project manager slash junior estimator, and I loved it, right? But I just felt like I had outgrown that position and I needed something that was a little more challenging. So I decided to leave and in the midst of me trying to find another company to go to, my aunt had the idea of me starting my own company. And I was like, what? There's no way. Like, I would love that, but I don't feel qualified enough to run my own company. Like, no way. But with the encouragement of my family, I was able to. I realized that I was qualified and I did know what I was doing and I could run my own company. And it has seriously been one of the most rewarding things that I have ever done. It is probably one of the biggest things that I've ever done too. So when I came out with my company, everyone was so supportive. It like it was incredible. And I had worked with a good friend of mine, Alan, on creating my logo. So I wanted to create merch that people could wear and kind of get myself out there, you know. But I wanted to give away this merch because I was afraid that nobody was going to buy it. But my family was like, come on, like, you can't be giving away stuff for free. (laughs) Like, you know, you got to make some money. So I am kind of a perfectionist when it comes to stuff. Like I am all about Excel spreadsheets and like it being on the calendar. Like business-wise, I'm put together in my personal life, definitely still working on that. But I knew that I wanted to sell merchandise, right? But I needed a website to sell this merchandise. So I was working with some web designers. I worked with quite a few and they weren't really just nailing down what I wanted. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to create my own website. I had talked to my brother about it and he was like, I made a website. Like, it's pretty simple to do. So I taught myself how to do a website and I launched it and I put my clothing up there. And oh my gosh, 
The amount of support that I received from my friends buying my merch was unreal. Like, even to this day, when someone posts a picture and they're wearing my shirt, like, I just get so excited. My friend Mario does it to me all the time. He'll wear my shirts and he'll post him, like, self-working out. And I'm like, that's my shirt. Or he'll send me a selfie. I'm like, oh my god, you're in my shirt. Like, it's just such a great feeling. It never gets old. And honestly, that was probably where everything kind of transpired from. So after I created my website, my aunt was like, hey, like I need my website redone. Like, can you redo mine? So I redid her website. I shot her products. And so then I learned the photography side of it. So now I know how to do the websites and the photography, right? So I got really confident in building websites. So I want to say I maybe have about six or seven websites out that I've done in the past six months or so. So as I'm creating the websites, then I started to learn the photography side of it. Then my aunt was like, Hey, I want you to start helping me with, you know, social media. So then I'm like, Oh, hold on. I'm going to get real fancy and I'm going to start doing videos for like social media content. So I started doing that and then it just became so addicting. I loved it. So now I can do my construction company that I love. I can build websites. I can do photography and videography. I'm running her social media content and now I have a podcast. Like I'm literally doing everything that brings me joy, right? So it's so crazy to look back to a year ago where I was kind of in a job that I loved, but I was stressed out 99.9% of the time to now where I literally do everything that I love and I'm stressed out like 2% of the time. And that 2% is because I'm in quarantine right now. Like I usually am not stressed. I used to get such bad migraines all the time due to stress. I can't remember the last time I had a migraine due to stress. I mean, granted, I have a piercing in my ear to help with that, but I was still getting migraines. But right now, like, I'm living my best life. So this is why I wanted to start a podcast, because I wanted to share my stories and my experiences with you guys, as well as bring on the people that have had such a huge impact on my life. The ones that were there for me when I was having, you know, my meltdowns or my anxiety attacks or I was losing confidence in myself, but the ones that really were there to help me and motivate me and share their stories and experiences with me. And that is why I created Millennial Pillow Talk. So on this podcast, I really want to teach millennials to be their authentic self. I personally struggled with kind of just being me. And I would put on this persona of who I thought that person wanted me to be. I definitely a people pleaser and I wanted to be liked by everyone. I wanted to be able to help out everybody, but in reality, you can't, you know, you need to be your authentic self for your own doing. So that is what this podcast is about. I don't know how many times I could say that. I have learned so much from starting a business to really focusing on my mental health and physical health. I am almost down 30 pounds, which is so crazy to me because not until I started to work on things emotionally and mentally did the weight start to come off and to really 
value and love myself and appreciate me for who I am, that's when the weight started to come off. And it's just been a really crazy year for me. I had set a lot of goals for myself. I wanted to start multiple companies and I was able to, I wanted to move out. I just want to be able to share what I've learned and kind of what I'm going through with everyone. I want to use this podcast kind of as a diary, if you will, as I'm navigating through my 20s. And just over the past few months, I've been able to help people, you know, with their websites or create websites. I had went to a LA Kings game a few months ago. And after the game, I got home and I had uh, a new follower from this hockey page. And I'm like, hmm, that looks pretty cool. So they reached out to me and they're like, hey, you know, we're coming out with, you know, hockey merch. It'd be cool if you could like support us, blah, 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 like when it comes out. So I was like, oh my gosh, I love it. I'm obsessed with hockey. Like, please let me know how I can help you guys. Like, do you guys have a website? You know, my aunt owns a print shop that, you know, we could do shirts, like whatever you guys need, like, please let me know. So we ended up talking for like two hours that night and he was telling me that he was coming out with a website, but they hadn't bought like the domain name or they really, you know, don't know to use Shopify or Squarespace and stuff like that. So I was giving him like a bunch of tips and stuff on how to build their website, you know, what to get. And it was so incredible to see like the final product. Like it was so enjoyable and rewarding to see how far that they've come. They released their merch last week and checking out their website, like it's just incredible. But just to know that I was able to help them out because they had no idea, you know, he would reach out to me throughout it and be like, hey, the website is telling me this, what should I do? So to be able to help him to get to the point where they were able and ready to launch was amazing. So definitely go check them out. Their Instagram is Blackout Hockey Club. Go show them some love. They are such sweet people. I told them that I was coming out with a podcast and they were so excited for me. Like I've never met these people in my life, okay? But we're such great friends. (laughs) Via Instagram, those are my best friends right now. But just being able to build a community and kind of share everything that I'm learning, it's definitely a learning experience. I have found so much joy in being more creative. Knowing how much joy the t-shirt line has brought me, my Esparza Group t-shirts, am I speaking English at this point, has brought me so much joy, right? So I had an idea to start a company called Aikilinda, and it hasn't officially dropped yet. It's coming out this summer, but it is pretty much a clothing line and shirts of sayings that my grandma and family use a lot, like Ay que chula, la reina, que bonita, stuff like that. So being creative um, and kind of stepping out of the box has brought a lot of joy to me and trying to find ways that I can give back to the community with my companies. So as far as my Aikilinda, my goal is to use 
part of the profits and give it back to the Latino community or, you know, young girls that can't afford certain things. You know, at the beginning of the school year, they don't have the funds to buy new shoes, clothes, school supplies. So to be able to give that money back to the community so girls can buy the necessities that they need. And that's really where my motivation has come from. Not so much I'm, you know, starting all these companies so I could be, you know, super rich. No, I want to start all these companies so I can be able to give back to people that are in need and put others before myself still. Another thing that I have learned this year is gratitude. Obviously, I was raised to be very thankful for what I have, but even more so the older I get, being grateful for the simplest things, you know, having a stocked fridge and essentials right now, having my health and my family that is super healthy has been a huge factor in staying positive during this pandemic right now. It has been obviously affecting literally everybody. I don't know anyone that isn't affected by it, either if it's financially, health-wise, you know, whatever it may be, mentally, everyone is being affected by this. But being able to see the positive in this and not get down, because I get anxiety over literally anything and I am learning to deal with my anxiety. So to know that, you know, right now I can't watch the news or I can't follow, you know, media outlets because reading articles will put me into a dark place. But, you know, the positive in it is, you know, reading about how the earth is healing itself right now, right? How they're saying that in certain parts of the world. Oh, what did I read yesterday? That LA saw some of the cleanest air of any major city in the world. It said between March 16th, three days before California Governor Gavin Newsom ordered states 40 million residents to stay home. And between April 6th, the team had found that there was a 20% improvement in the overall air quality in Southern California. So that is just insane to me, right? Like, there's so much negative going on that being able to read some positive is really uplifting. And like I said, for me personally, I can't watch the news. It's kind of like YouTube where there's clickbait and I kind of feel like that's how media outlets are. Their titles and topics are clickbait and, you know, they instill fear. And I just, I don't feel like being afraid right now. So I've just been, you know, trying to stay positive, putting other people before me, checking in on friends, you know, writing people cards, paying it forward when I can, whether it be, you know, when I'm in a drive-thru. The other day there was an older man at the grocery store and He had put all of his groceries in his car and he was going to put the cart back. And I was like, oh, it's okay. I'll take it for you. And he was like, wow, thank you so much. But just little random acts of kindness like that, you guys, will definitely go such a long way. Like you feel good. They feel good. Everyone is going to feel good. I promise. Try it. But just definitely practicing, you know, social distancing. It is so hard right now. Like I said, in the midst of all this, I moved out. So the weekend that I moved into my new place was the weekend that the governor had pretty much said, if you're not essential, stay home and, you know, 
practice social distancing. So I haven't been able to have um, my family come over or my friends. So I'm really looking forward to once all of this is over, inviting all my friends and family over to celebrate, you know, this big accomplishment. But I want to know what you guys are looking forward to once this is all over. I had a few trips planned. I was supposed to be in Hawaii right now, but obviously that trip was canceled. But what is motivating you and keeping you guys, you know, sane at this time? Like, reach out to me. My Instagram is uh, moniquesparza underscore. I want to hear what you're looking forward to once we get out of this. Another thing that I'm totally looking forward to is going to Disneyland with my little cousins and just hugging them. Like I genuinely miss giving my family hugs. I mean, when we see each other, we give each other like a quick little like elbow bump, but I cannot wait to hug them. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. But before we end today's podcast, I wanted to real quick explain my podcast name. Millennial Pillow Talk. So I really wanted a catchy podcast name that kind of fit me and, you know, what I wanted to create. So obviously I knew that I wanted to talk to millennials. And if you don't know what a millennial is, it's someone that is born between 1996 and 1981. So that's a millennial. And then my friend, I was like, hey, Ellen, like I want to come up with a super catchy name, like, I need your help. So he was watching a commercial, and it kept popping up, I guess, all day, all day, all day. So I came to the office, and he was like, oh my gosh, I have the perfect podcast name for you. And I was like, okay, what? And he was like, Pillow Talk. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Millennial Pillow Talk, genius. So this is how I broke down my name to make sense for me. I want to talk to millennials At night, I listen to my favorite podcast when I'm unwinding from the day. Usually my head is laying on a pillow and people are talking. So there you go. Millennial Pillow Talk. Genius, right? (laughs) But thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's first podcast. Please rate, subscribe, share with your friends, whatever you want to do. One thing that I do want to do before I close out today's podcast, actually two things. One, I want to give a short disclaimer that this podcast is for pretty much self-help educational purposes. I'm not here to bash anyone or to create gossip or, you know, anything like that. So please take that into consideration when I am sharing some pretty personal information. Um, It is, you know, to help and educate others, not to create, you know, gossip and drama. Second, at the end of every podcast, I would like to shout out a small business that I love and that, you know, I either buy from or know the owner, whatever the case may be. But today's small business is dear to my heart. Check out her website. I helped her. (laughs) But it's Eldabella Scarpa and she is a online boutique. So she has clothing for children and she just came out with some super cool, like cute quarantine merch, which is my favorite. So go support her. Her Instagram is Eldabella Scarpa. And then the website is www.eldabellascarpa.com. So yeah, guys, definitely go support small businesses in your community. They definitely need us in a time like this. 
So thanks again for tuning in. Please like, share, subscribe, tell all your friends about the podcast, and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode on Millennial Pillow Talk. Please don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with all of your millennial friends. I will talk to you next Friday. Bye.